All right, here's what everyone wants to know, and the text line is already asking it. Do I feel bad for what happened to Parker Thune yesterday? Yes. And in fact, in this young show history, this is the first time ever where I'm actually nervous. I'm actually nervous today to talk to Parker Thune one-on-one because we haven't talked one-on-one since uh, apparently his car uh, went kaput yesterday somewhere around the Kansas City area. I, um, I'm i sorry, Parker, if I jinx this. Normally, I only jinx uh, teams around here in Norman. Apparently, I did that to your car yesterday. Um, I'm sorry, and it is all my fault. I Gosh, apologize. dang it, Tyler. Well, I guess, hey, you, you know at what? At least now we know, right, at least there is no question as to who the jinx on staff is. That title belongs oh my to you. Gosh. I mean, seriously, I've really outdone myself this time. So you are, you're in the Kansas City area, right? Like, did it happen in Kansas City? I'm just glad it didn't happen in the middle of nowhere where it broke down. Yes, as am I. As am I. It happened very, very close to the KC Metro. So uh, I was able to get it to the shop and uh, was not complete. I was not stranded out in the middle of the wilderness somewhere in the Flint Hills of Kansas or in northern Oklahoma. So... Uh, that is uh, an understated win in all of this, but yes, I will be uh, I will be piloting a new vehicle when I arrive at the KREF offices on Monday. I I can't wait to see what it is. Now that's going to be a fun moment. Right now, not such a fun moment. And I mean, th- this situation stinks. And I've actually gone through a situation very similar to this. I don't know if I've ever told you this or not. The 1999 Independence Bowl in beautiful scenic Shreveport, Louisiana. Uh, OU mounts an incredible comeback, gets beat at the gun on a last-second field goal by Ole Miss. Uh, I went to the game that night. That was like my big Christmas gift that year, is to get to go to the Independence Bowl. Wow, all right, get to go to Shreveport for your big Christmas gift. Let's go. We leave the game, and Parker, I'm telling you, like five minutes before Y2K hits, because that was the last college football game uh, before Y2K. Like the game in an hour before midnight, hour after the game gets over, Y2K hits. Five minutes before Y2K, the uh, transmission goes out in my mom's car. So when 2000 hits, we're stranded on the side of the highway in Shreveport, Louisiana. A, uh, a local wrecker comes and rescues us, and he can't help himself. He says, well, the only thing the millennium affected was your car, I guess, and the most Louisiana drawl you've ever heard in your life. So I, I do feel for you today, man, because I've been there. I have been there. Hey, you know what? I th- it makes me count my blessings, though, because I can't imagine being stuck on the side of the road in Shreveport, Louisiana, as Y2K drew near. Because if the world were to end at Y2K, as so many had speculated, I can't think of a worse place for it all to end for me as an individual than Shreveport, Louisiana. Yeah. And and after a loss, a, a, you come all the way back against Ole Miss. You thought, oh, Deuce McAllister's big day is in the end not even going to matter. And Ole Miss gets that drive, and they win at the uh, they win at the gun. Yeah, Shreveport, tough place to break down. Jesse on the Hair Comfort Solutions text line says, Tyler, your pennant should be having to be a co-signer on Parker's new Kia Sorento. <laughs> I will co-sign for you. I will do it. I don't think that you need one. You are a big boy, even though you're in your early 20s. I think you got it, but if you need it, I'm, I'm there for you, buddy. 
I appreciate that. I, I, I don't think I should need a co-signer, though, at least if everything goes according to plan here. Uh, Parker, what are the vehicle prospects looking like? New or used, truck or car? Yeah, what is the crystal ball for your new car looking like right now? <laughs> where, where, where are things trending? Well, the uh, the offers are still rolling in, so I would say okay. it's too early to drop a crystal ball at this time. Uh, maybe by tomorrow, uh, they'll be able to. I'll be able to offer a reliable prediction, or someone will be able to offer a reliable prediction as to which vehicle I will be committing to. Uh, but I, I, I definitely do not I, – I, I will, I'm just not the kind of person that is ever going to buy a new car because I can't fathom spending that much money on any singular thing fun. outside of real estate, you know, property, a house, that kind of thing. So uh, I am ne- I'm never going to buy a car new. We're going to go the used route, uh, looking at a whole bunch of different options right now. The car is going to be significantly newer than the one I've been driving. So uh, we're going to upgrade here. Uh, but not not quite sure yet which direction I'm going to end up going. So Parker is. Uh, are, are you even going to get any cash value back from your 2001 that you have currently, or are you just out of yeah, pocket on that the, one? Yeah, probably not. I'm probably just going to have to take okay. the L on that. I, I was what told I'm I could hoping... get like 200, 250 if I scrapped it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that you go from like an 01 to an 04. And I, re- I really think that there's a chance. Like, everyone expects you to pull up in, like, a, you know, 2019 used car or something. I think that there's a real chance that it's an 04 used car that you roll up to in Norman uh, coming up next Monday. I'm rooting hey, for that. You know what? There is – I did find on Craigslist a used 03 Ford Taurus. So oh God, you're going Craigslist to, to find a car. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? That thing's going to get you to like uh, Wichita, and then you're going to have to do it all over again. The yeah, Craigslist so. used car. Oh my gosh! I think it's. Um, I think it's safe to say that uh, the O3 Ford Taurus will not represent one of my five official test drives. <laughs> uh, Peyton says the real king of the transfer portal is Parker getting the used vehicles. Yes. Uh, hey, Parker. Might hey Parker might get a car that no longer has a tape deck in it. Oh no! Come on, you that's that's a requirement. There has to be a tape deck in your new vehicle. A tape deck. Gosh, how long has it been? I'm trying to think. How long has it been since I rode in a car with a tape deck? I thought your your uh, old car now did have one in it. Don't tell me it can play CDs. Wait, you know in what? There. Actually, actually, it might have. It might have had, you know what, yeah, no, it does have a tape deck now that I think about it. I've never used it, so it doesn't occur to me that it's there. But, yes, my, my Taurus actually does have a tape deck. Lags32 says, me and my roommate saw y'all broke down after the Independence Bowl. Sure enough, my roommate said they got Y2K'd. Hey, uh, yeah, appreciate you pulling over and uh, coming to, <laughs> to our rescue. I, I appreciate that for just driving by and making a comment. Gee, thanks a lot. 405-651-3439. Uh, yeah, everyone's sending in recommendations on what you need to buy. Chevy Silverado Z71. Uh, there is a Jetta that is on here, a Volkswagen Jetta. So, yeah, I, uh, I'll, I'll be sure to pass on every uh, recommendation that everyone has there, Parker Thune. Please do. Um, Please but, do. The more, the yeah. merrier. Um, so l- let's get into some recruiting here. And one thing I noticed, because I I went back today, and I was looking at the top ten players ranked in the state of Oklahoma for the 2023 class, and 
all right, before any of you say, Cole Adams, we dropped the ball on that one. Yeah, we'll just get it out of the way there. But I was surprised to see, not surprised because I know what's going on, but if you look at the top ten this year, Parker, it looks different than previous years because Michigan State got a commitment from the top-ranked kid in the state. Alabama got a commitment from one of the top-ranked kids in the state. North Carolina got a commitment from a top-seven kid. Arkansas got a couple of those kids in the top seven as well. I'm just wondering if that is going to be a norm to where Oklahoma is more open to some of these outside schools across the country because we haven't really seen that much. It's been very regional recruiting in the state of Oklahoma. Are we going to see more of this, or is this just kind of a one-year anomaly situation within the state? Yeah, and we've we've talked about it pretty extensively with this 2023 class in the state of Oklahoma. It really just is a weird conglomeration of circumstances. Um, by Job is from Senegal, Africa, right? So he's only lived in Oklahoma a couple years. He's not, he's not an Okie through and through like uh, somebody like Ethan Downs is, right? And uh, you think about Luke has a lot of Arkansas ties with that family. Tulsa's just as close to Fayetteville as it is to Norman. It makes sense that the kid's going to be a Razorback. Micah Tease is kind of the one to me. Uh, if if there is one that got away in this class straight up, it's Cole Adams. I think the Sooners probably should have been a little bit more flexible with Micah Tease, especially as an in-state kid that's as highly regarded as he is. Uh, at least giving him the option to play wide receiver. But, again, as we've talked about, Tyler, you don't worry about the wide receiver position at the University of Oklahoma. The wide receiver room isn't riding or dying with Micah Tease. Uh, the North Carolina kid you mentioned, Dale Miller, he just moved to Oklahoma like three months ago. He's from the state of Alabama. So uh, he is as fresh. Like he, he hasn't played a down of high school football in this state yet. And so when you look at this 2023 class in Oklahoma, I think there you can make the case that OU dropped the ball on Cole Adams. I will hear you out in that regard. Um, I I have mixed feelings about the T's recruitment, but everything else was unavoidable to a certain extent, and there just wasn't a whole lot else that Oklahoma could have done to keep a lot of those guys home. So I think you write it off as a blip and not a trend, and looking ahead to 2024, uh, I think the Sooners have a very, very good chance uh, to sign what few elite players there will be in that class because it does look like a, little, a bit of a lighter class. It's a top-heavy class. David Stone and Zadavian Sims are the two big, big names, and I think both of them will be Sooners at this point. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with you, um, and I think for OU's sake, even if Michigan State wants to get more active in the state of Oklahoma or teams you know, outside that aren't in this region – that's fine. I think OU is going to overcome that more times than not. But one team in state that might not be able to, I, I think if you're Oklahoma State, you got to hope that this is a one-year you know, kind of situation, and Alabama's not going to try to raid uh, you know, the best player in the state all too often, or Michigan State and Mel Tucker, some of these other schools. Because I'm looking at the 2023 rankings right now, Parker, and Oklahoma State, their highest-ranked in-state player is the number seven overall player in the state. Uh, Jaden Foreman, D lineman out of Dell City, he is a three-star player. And it's not necessarily a trend, but I'm looking back at previous years, and for, you know, we like to point out or we point out that, well, OU just hasn't been cleaning up in the state as much as they need to. That's fine, that's fair, but 
as much as OU may have struggled in the state recently with top-ranked kids, Oklahoma State definitely has as well. And I know that we don't talk a whole lot about OSU recruiting, but I got to think, Parker, if Oklahoma's borders are more open than they've ever been, I think Oklahoma State's really going to feel the effects of that far more than OU does. Yeah, and they will. And I think a lot of that has to do with Arkansas and the fact that uh, now as you start to see the balance of power and the chasm therein widen all the more between the Big 12 and the SEC as OU and Texas get ready to make that move, I think Arkansas is going to be more prominent in the state of Oklahoma, especially with an Oki and Sam Pittman as head coach than they have ever been before. So for Oklahoma State, you look back at some of the big-time splash additions that they've made in years past. Obviously, the one that stands out is Talon Shetron. Uh, it was a phenomenal eval uh, when they picked out Jaden Bray out at Norman High, and I know you got the chance to watch plenty of Jaden Bray's games in high school, Tyler. That was, yep. that was a kid that should have had way bigger offers than he did. So uh, the Cowboys were uh, fortuitous, I would say, uh, that they were able to keep him in state because he was more than capable of playing big time co- collegiate ball elsewhere. But I think that it's never really been Oklahoma State's brand to secure top in state talent, right? Getting a guy like Talon Shetron is not really the norm. It's more the exception, not the rule. Generally, what Oklahoma State has done in the past is you go dig up guys like Malcolm Rodriguez a high school quarterback from Wagoner, Oklahoma. And you get him in the program, you get him in the weight room, develop him under Rob Glass, the strength coach, and eventually he becomes an All-American linebacker for your program. That's more the Oklahoma State route. You find kids that have flown way, way under the radar within state lines, and those are the players that you build your program around, as well as a few splash additions from time to time. Uh, from the state of Texas, Oklahoma State has a decent presence there. They'll pull from Louisiana. They'll pull from Kansas. They'll pull from Arkansas at times. So uh, I I agree with you in one sense, but I also think that's probably not much of a concern to Oklahoma State because that's never been where their identity lies anyway. Uh, would you like to hear what everyone is suggesting car-wise? Oh, please. You at least want to hear please. what they're saying? Uh, once you go Cadillac, you never go back. This one says, I'm a mechanic, Honda or Toyota. Those are the only two brands I recommend without reservations. They are reliable and well-built. And that's what you're looking for. You're looking for practical. Let me, first off, first off, uh, to that individual on the text line, A, do you want to be my mechanic? Because I've had a heck of a time finding a reliable (laughs) one in Norman. You're working overtime Uh, for you. Secondly, Secondly, well, I, I, I tell you what, it's not even that, Tyler. I, I've had so many mechanics misdiagnose issues with my car, and I think that contributed to its eventual demise. But that aside, secondly, let me ask you this. Uh, my dad is big on used cars. I mean, when I was growing up, uh, he would get a he would have a new used car about every year, year and a half. I mean, he was always shuttling through vehicles. So it kind of seemed like he was always hunting for the next bargain on a used car. Uh, he recommended that I look into a Subaru. So he said that's mm. historically one of the more reliable brands that there is on the car market. So to you, the uh, as-yet-nameless mechanic on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, I ask you, opinions on the Subaru as a make? Please and thank yes. you. Yes, things, things that we did not think we'd be asking the text line today, 
Give us your thoughts on a Subaru and, and how they are as a used vehicle. I love it, though. Hey, we're just trying to help a dude out. And, hey, if you have any connections, if anyone out there has any connections in the Kansas City car market, all right, um, <laughs> hit us up on the text line or hit up Parker Thune. I, I'm just I'm speaking for him here. I think that he, he, would, uh, he would definitely take some help if it's out there. Absolutely. By all means. Mm-hmm. I'll take all the help I can get right now. Uh, let's see. Toyota Tacoma, bro. I never thought I'd see those three words in one sentence. Toyota Tacoma, bro. But Toyota Tacoma, bro. That's definitely yeah. uh, some senior at OU who's in a fraternity. <laughs> Parker, I've had one brand new car in over 50 years of driving. In 2011, I bought a new Suburban. I parked it in my barn for three months because it made me so sick to look at it, and I think I spent that on a brand new vehicle. But, hey, all, all of that, I think the Huber, uh, the uh, Subaru text are rolling in. So how about this? We'll take a break, and we'll get a full breakdown on the three-star prospect that is a Subaru. Is that a fair star ranking? Think that's accurate? Uh, I don't star? know. I don't know. I See, I, I probably am not super qualified to assign ratings as far as cars are concerned because I've only ever driven one. So I need people more qualified than me to help me out here. 405-651-3439. I'm live at Westwood Park Golf Course today. What? what a better way to spend your Friday. Spinning out here at Westwood Park Golf Course. Golf course is open. Driving range is open. We're hanging out in the grill. And, of course, you got the Westwood Pool uh, just right next to us as well. More to come on Locked In. Keep it locked on the ref. We're the homeless suitor fans. Locked In with McComas and Thune. Live on the ref. We're the homeless suitor fans. Hey, split locations today because, unfortunately, Parker is uh, car shopping in Kansas City this weekend. We'll get to some of your uh, Subaru comments coming up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. I am at uh, Westwood Golf today. Perfect place to start your weekend. Uh, Go take some cuts at the driving range or play nine, 18 holes. It is hot out there, but we got some people out there on the course. Course is in great shape, as always. Westwood Park Golf Course. Right here in Norman, right next to the Westwood Pool. They also have also have an awesome uh, Westwood tennis facility as well. All right, here you go, Parker. Here's the uh, breakdown. Scotty in New Orleans leads us off here. He says, gave my Subaru with 100,000 miles to my roommates when I moved from OKC to New Orleans. Nine years later, he picked me up at O'Hare in, Air, in Chicago in that same Subaru. It was pushing 250,000 miles. Beautiful. That's what I like to hear. Okay, so we're on the right track here. Uh, let's see. I Someone said, I've got a Subaru for sale. Use 2012 that you would look great in, Parker. I asked how much, and they have not responded yet. Uh, this one says, Parker, get a Kia Telluride or a Stinger. All Kias come with a 100,000-mile uh, factory warranty, so no need to buy an extended ripoff warranty. Okay. Um, Subarus are very solid. We bought a used Subaru five and a half years ago. We have oil changes and recommended uh, maintenance on it that have not had any issues with it at all. The Subaru, man, the way that everyone's commenting, I'm getting major Samuel Omasego vibes here. You know, originally you think it's a (laughs) three-star, but slowly but surely, if you take, I mean, it, it just rises up the rankings here. Yeah. Oh, look at that. So it looks like it was a pretty outstanding eval by my father. <laughs> yeah. It, Bert Venable should hire him, right? He can evaluate like those guys can. 
Okay. So uh, I feel like I, you're leaning towards I, the Subaru. Is that accurate? I I, at this point, yes, I'm definitely leaning towards the Subaru based on the feedback we're getting on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. And, look, I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying I'm going to let the Air Comfort Solutions text line make the decision for me, but their opinions are very much being taken into account here. So do you have to take an Uber to wherever you decide to buy a car at? No, I don't. So my, my grandparents live in Kansas City. I usually just stay with them ah, okay. when I come up here. So I'm actually, yeah, I'm crashing at their place. Uh, they're, they're retired. They don't have a whole lot on their plate as it is. So uh, I'll be able to bum a ride off of them whenever we need to go check out the vehicle. You do realize how big your entrance is going to be to the station on Monday, right? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know what oh, we're boy. looking forward to more on Monday than to see what car or to see what ride you pull up in. Like, I'm legitimately kind of excited to be Josh, standing there at the I, door I, and see what you pull up in on Monday. I got high expectations I might rent here. a Camaro just for the day. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. The place will go nuts if you do that. I'm actually going to start putting out odds on what, uh, what make a vehicle you show up in on Monday. Subaru currently the favorite at uh, two-to-one odds. So place your bets accordingly on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Dodge seems like a long shot, by the way, but uh, we might put Dodge at like 25 or 30-to-one or something like that. All right, Carter, we'll get back to recruiting here. Okay, afternoon, fellas. What sort of timeline are you expecting on David Hicks, Macari Vickers, and Akana? Also, if we don't get lagway, who is our QB target for 2024? Thanks. All right, lots to unpack there. Uh, David Hicks isn't until January, correct? Uh, what about At Vickers the earliest, and Akana? Yes. So David Hicks, unless something changes with that recruitment, the plan right now, and it's it's always all too easy for these timelines to get moved up based on certain factors. But the plan right now is for David Hicks to commit sometime in the new year. Macari Vickers has a commitment date set at the end of August. I'm not so sure that doesn't get moved up at some point. Akana's kind of the question mark. That's one that it, there isn't really a timetable on. It could pop at any time. This could drag out for quite a while. Uh, I, I really don't have a reliable indication as to when the commitment would be coming from Tassili Akana. Was there somebody else or was it just those three? Uh, Macari, yeah, just just those three, just those three, and then asking who's the twenty twenty four quarterback if you go if you don't get that's DJ right, Lagway. that's right, that that's what it was. Uh, I'll I'll say this, I I spoke to a source down in Florida yesterday that is pretty confident that the Gators are actually going to have a pretty significant say in DJ Lagway's recruitment. Uh, we will see. I think it's quite telling the fact that he has visited Oklahoma on his own dime as many times as he has. But I think the solace to be found in all of this, regardless of the outcome, is that if DJ Lagway isn't a Sooner, Oklahoma has plenty of other options at the quarterback position. They have a recourse, whether that is Michael Van Buren, whether that is Michael Hawkins, whether that is somebody like Mabry Mataire for instance. So uh, Oklahoma is not going to be hurting for a quarterback in 2024, even if that quarterback isn't D.J. Lagway. Yeah, and uh, we talked about Van Buren earlier this week, right? Because um, he roomed with Jackson Arnold last weekend 
at that Under Armour event. Was that in the state of Florida? Looked really good, and he was really, you know, kind of quizzing uh, Jackson Arnold on, hey, what does this Jeff Levy offense look like? It, it looked like there was some real genuine and there had been some interest, but like some real genuine interest on more of an inside look on what uh, OU's offense uh, looks like with Jeff Levy. Of course, someone just has to text in on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Enough about the cars. Talk sports. Well, God forbid, Parker is in a little bit of a bind right now, six hours away from home. We're just trying to help the guy out, okay? Two segments sheesh, where we just sprinkle in sheesh. some questions about cars. Come on. We're allowed to have hey. fun on this show. Good gracious. Man. Why, more about fun. I'm trying to help you out. We're trying to get some intel on the Subaru, the star ranking, if anyone has any connections in the KC car market. Jeez, chill out. Yeah, I mean, how, how am I going we'll to get provide it. you Don't all worry. with hey, content you will get a full, day in and day out? We will get a full recruiting breakdown of things before we get out of here at 3 p.m. today, or until Parker gets out of here at 3 p.m. today. I assure you of that. And I'll start here, okay? Um, Bama got the number one overall player in Europe last night. Saban's going overseas for players. Yeah, how about that, man? Olas Alinen. The four-star def- uh, offensive tackle, excuse me, from Finland. And, you know, it's it's interesting because there have been two very, very similar arcs with two particular recruitments of offensive linemen over the last few months, uh, the second of which was Olasa Lina. But you go back to the Wilkin Formby recruitment, right? That was one that Oklahoma was in for a minute. Then he dropped the commitment date. And it seemed as though everything was trending in favor of Ole Miss. Well, all of a sudden, at the 11th hour, Nick Saban's right back in it, locking down the Tuscaloosa native, keeping him home. Very similar to how things played out with Olasa Lennon, because he was heavily trending in the direction of Miami. It looked like he was going to be a hurricane. I mean, it looked like he was signed, sealed, delivered, lock, stock, and barrel to Coral Gables and Mario Cristobal. And then... All of a sudden, once again, probably 24, 48 hours before he's set to commit, all of a sudden, all the steam starts to pick up regarding Nick Saban and Alabama's recruitment of this kid, and he ends up committing to the Crimson Tide this morning. So uh, Nick Saban is still the mafia boss in college football, and that that does make you worry about that Macari Vickers situation, doesn't it? Because I still believe the kid's coming to Oklahoma, but... If Nick Saban wants to strong-arm somebody, it's real hard to say no to that guy when all is said and done. So I'm, I'm a lot more skeptical about Jordan Renaud when I'm looking about the when I'm looking at the OU Alabama battles than I am with Macari Vickers. But with Nick Saban, man, you can't you can't let yourself get too confident no matter what the situation is when Alabama's in on a kid. Hey, you, you don't have to tell OU fans that. We, we've seen it firsthand the past couple of years in recruiting, unfortunately. Um, and, and that recruitment that we're just talking about, that commit for Bama, number one player in Europe, is the reason why OU is knocked back to number 10 in the 24-7 sports rankings because Bama has leaped OU and LSU. They are now up to the number eight overall class. And, yeah, they're probably going to end up with a top three class, I would guess, by the time it's all said and done. Dude, it's been six days without a commitment for OU. I'm kind of having withdrawals. I'm, I'm shaking here today. And, and am I going to have to wait until late next week for Derek LeBlanc's to drop before I finally get another commitment? At this point, yes. it's mm-hmm. That looks mm-hmm. as though it will be the case, Tyler. So 
You're going to have to uh, temper the expectations, uh, cultivate some patience over the next week or so, and just know that by this time next week, we should be talking about a brand-new composite top 100 commit for the University of Oklahoma. You know who I think texted that in? And you guys on the text line are saying, oh, kick Bud Elliott off the text line. Um, That was probably Jeff Ketchum that texted that in. He's probably trying to uh, troll like he was last night. He failed at trolling pretty much like he normally does. But, yeah, he's... uh, he might be the uh, biggest D-bag on the Internet, and he showed that again last night. I, I really appreciated you. I thought it was very big of you to stick up for someone else last night. That was, that was very cool of you. Well, again, like that's really the only circumstance in which I'll engage in Twitter beef because I think for the most part it's counterproductive. But you get personal with a really nice member of the Oklahoma media for absolutely no reason. Yes, I'm not afraid to fight fire with fire. Guy's a loser. Jeff Ketchum is a loser, and thank God that Parker uh, Thune basically told him that last night. 405-651-3439, Air Comfort Solutions text line. More Cruton, more OU football on the other side. Keep it locked on the ref. We're the Homeless Sooner fans. Elite Roofing Systems bringing you this hour of Locked In. Friday on Locked In, we are the ref, the Homeless Sooner fans. Tyler McComas, Parker Thune, I am live today at Westwood Park Golf Course. Hey, if you got an early Friday, come hang out on the grill inside Westwood Park. Uh, they've got really good burgers. They've got some beers in here as well. They've got TVs. I uh, got the golf on right now. So, uh, yeah, come hang out. It's Westwood Park Golf Course. Go hit the driving range. Play 9, play 18. Perfect way to start your weekend. Can't make it out today? Saturday, Sunday. They're open as well. Uh, come play 18 holes this weekend at Westwood Park Golf Course. Um, okay, so I'm not going to really keep my eyes on this one tomorrow, Parker, because I don't think that we should. But four-star offensive lineman Peyton Kirkland will be announcing tomorrow at 630. And OU might even have a hat on the table, seeing as they're in the final five. It's been a couple days since a random prediction dropped of Peyton Kirkland at Texas. You've hinted that, yeah, OU has gone a different direction there. So I'm not going to pay attention to it. Is there any more rumors on who this kid's actually going to pick tomorrow? Well, here's the thing. You know, we just talked about the fact that Miami ended up on the outside looking in in the recruitment of Olasa Linen, the four-star offensive lineman from Finland. And part of the reason that Miami had eased off the gas on Peyton Kirkland was because they were convinced they were getting him, which it looked like they were for quite some time. So that almost makes me believe that maybe Miami gets involved once again. Now, I will say this, the Texas stuff is real. Believe that when you see, like, that is not a joke. I'm not saying he commits to Texas. What I am saying is, if he commits to Texas, you should not be surprised, because that smoke isn't just smoke, it's fire. Texas is in that thing for Peyton Kirkland, even as much as he wants to publicly disavow. At this point, Tyler, I'm just like, watch the dude commit to UCF. Watch him pull a UCF yeah. hat out from <laughs> the awesome. table. Like that, it just—it uh. feels like we're going to get something completely out of left field tomorrow. And I don't even know what that looks like. Nobody knows where the kid is going at this point with any degree of certainty. And it would not be out of the question if he pulled one over on everybody and literally shocked everyone across the entire recruiting landscape by picking some team that isn't even on the radar right now. 580, what are the realistic expectations for Billy Bowman next season? Offense, defense, special teams, etc. 
I feel like he's going to be strictly defense next year, Parker. Uh, Billy Bowman, I, I, I just – I know that there was a thought last year that we may see him on the offensive side of the ball. I think they're going to stick him back in the back end of the defense and leave him there and develop him as one of the safeties. And that's what I hope happens for him. Yeah, I mean, look, he's one of those guys that uh, has the versatility, right, to do a little bit of everything. So you just got to trust that, uh, I think more than anything, uh, trust that uh, he's going to be – capable of slotting wherever he needs to be he's going to be scheme versatile and he's enough of an athlete that at the end of the day wherever you put him uh he's going to be a top level player for you yeah well and and the other thing about offense too is billy bowman capable of playing offense yeah he's capable of playing offense at this level but at the same time they i don't think that they this team is going to need him to play offense this year no i I think marvin mims got a yeah, I think Marvin Mims going to have an All Big Twelve receiver or be an All Big Twelve receiver. Jalil Farouk. I mean, I don't need to list everyone on the roster. They're going to be just fine on offense. So you just yeah, stick him back I, there, let him develop, let him play one position, and and, and go about it that way. That's best case scenario. And I would think, kind of like I was touching on there, Billy Bowman probably like I know the conventional school of thought is he's they're just going to stick him at safety, and I think that's probably for the kids sake the best path to take but i mentioned his versatility man he's good enough and he's fast enough he's agile and physical enough that if worse comes to worst and you need him to slide down to corner or to nickel he can do it so that makes him all the yeah. more of an asset to brent venables and his defense and that makes even even less of a case for you to move billy bowman to the offensive side because there's so much that he can do defensively just beyond playing free safety uh this text 701 area code just saw a tweet josiah wagner is committing next week that's a four-star corner out of the state of washington that's ou oregon in texas correct you don't say yeah so i mean that that was one that uh we had hinted could come to an end by the end of the month of july uh, and so, obviously, don't have an exact date on it yet. I'm following up with a couple folks to see if there is a date set in stone. Uh, but, yeah, Josiah Wagner continues to trend in Oklahoma's direction. And when you think about guys that could announce on roughly the same time timetable as Derek LeBlanc, Josiah Wagner and Jacoby Johnson have to be at the top of the list. Can there be a segment where y'all do nothing but read hater text? Um, here's the thing. Art... Like 99%, well, 97% of the texts that we get are positive or like just genuinely asking questions or they're just like really funny text. There is a very small percentage of texts that we get on a daily basis that are mean or trolling. Like we do get some texts from Doug and Norman just about every day, right? I guess that would count as the hater text, but Parker sees it as much as I do. I don't really feel like we get an adequate amount of hater text on the text line to to make a segment every day. No, we do not. People people don't hate us enough, and I'm okay with that, Tyler. You know what? I'm okay with that. I don't I I don't strive to have haters. There are some that do. I am not one of them. Yeah, I do hope at some point though that especially when OU rolls into the SEC, that you've got A and M fans hate listening. Arkansas fans hate listening. LSU fans hate listening. Hell, the entire conference doing that. 
and maybe they're trolling on the text line. That's what I really want to happen is the entire SEC and all of its fans listening to us and trying to troll and say, oh, well, you guys ain't going to win consistently in the SEC. You don't know how tough of a league it is. That's what I'm hoping happens. We'll see if I can uh, – we'll see if I'm right about that. Um, let's get to a couple more before we hit a break. Have a hunch Marvin Mims is going to have a Mark Clayton-ish kind of season. Wow. Um, whether it's 02, 03, or 04, and he contributed in 01 as a freshman – but if we're talking about a Mark Clayton-ish season, Parker, we're talking about one of the best seasons from a wide receiver at OU in a very long – well, one of the best that we've ever seen in the past 25 years. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, I would say so. But it, it, it always seems like, with last year as the one glaring exception, there's always that one guy at Oklahoma that's tearing it up in the receiving court. And you go back a few years, most recently that was Marvin Mims in 2020 in that abbreviated, truncated campaign. Before that it was C.D. Lamb. It was C.D. Lamb and Hollywood for a couple years. Before that it was D.D. Westbrook. He rewinds his Sterling Shepard and Ryan Broyles. Oklahoma always has one elite wideout, Tyler. Year in, year out. Doesn't matter how much turnover there is. Doesn't matter who much who's playing quarterback. There is always one elite wide receiver putting up numbers at the University of Oklahoma. And that's going to be the case this year. I won't be surprised if there's two wide receivers with as fast as this offense is going to go and how many plays that they're going to run. I would not be surprised if Marvin Mims puts up big numbers, Jaleel Farouk puts up big numbers as well. That's where uh, my money would be. Chalk selections from me on the one two receivers on the team this year 405-651-3439 we'll get to more of your text coming up next more recruiting on the other side keep it locked on the ref we're the homeless leader fans final segment of locked in with McComas and Thune Friday rush coming up next with Travis Davidson and myself 405-651-3439 hey I'm looking to hang out with you guys all day today we we got a lot of fun questions coming up on the Friday rush so Hope you hang out and interact with us on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. This one says, y'all are almost as bad as the bring the wood uniforms. Just kidding. Fake hate text. That might be the meanest thing that anyone's ever said to me, that we're as bad as the bring the wood uniforms. Wow. Hang on, hang on. The bring the wood uniforms, what are those in reference to? Well, the OU's alternate football uniforms that they wear. The Bring the Wood uniform oh, is what I they're thought, called. Oh, I thought they were called the Rough Riders. I, I maybe well, I'm just out of the loop. I I'd, think I'd never heard them referred to as the what, uh, yeah. the Bring the Wood uniform. I I like those. Like if done right, they're a good what? look. Oh my gosh. Oh god. Thank God we're about to get off the air with one another. I I couldn't do an hour. I'm I'm glad you said that now and not at 2 p.m. today. I could not have done an hour show if you if you like those uniforms. I'm sorry. I, listen, I, I'll say this. I'll say this. I don't like the red jerseys. The red jerseys are not good. But the look I like, the look I am more than okay with, is the red helmets, white jerseys, red pants. That is a good look. You're talking about the red alternates, right? You're not talking about the classic crimson tops, surely. But I, what... Yeah, the red alternates. The red alternates, exactly. No, no, no. The, yeah, okay, there's okay. No I, knock I, I, on the I was, I was hoping you're. <laughs> okay, I was about to say. I was just making sure. I was just making sure that that's where that's what you meant. Okay. 
Um, 918, are there any good JUCO players OU might get? Parker, I don't really see OU in on any good JUCO or any JUCO players at all, but it is an interesting question. Um, will this staff look for JUCO players? I mean, especially now with the transfer portal and what it looks like in college football, I'm sure they'll get some here and there. I, I just I, I don't think that we're going to see multiple JUCO kids across the board on a recruiting class every year with the, with this staff. Yeah, I mean, this, the sad reality, Tyler, is that for the most part, the transfer portal is JUCO now. That's what it's become. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's essentially what it is. That's essentially what it is. Doug from Norman sent us a long text. I, Doug, oh I was just kidding with you. Well, I, we love you, Doug, all right? You, yes, you're not a hater. We weren't describing you as a hater. We're just having a little fun. We appreciate you, just like everyone else, uh, interacting with the show. Someone also uh, sent us a text here. Jerry Mixon visiting? Is, is that a real thing? Uh, that is a real thing. Cousin of Joe Mixon, 2023 three-star linebacker. I Look, Oklahoma has four linebackers committed. I'm not convinced it results in an offer. Uh, more a courtesy than anything else the way I see it. But, uh, yeah, Jerry Mixon is headed to Norman. How about that? Hmm. Very, very interesting. I know that that's one recruitment that uh, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be watching, watching very closely. All right, that'll do it for Parker. Best of luck to him as he tries to find a new ride. Monday, what is Parker Thune going to show up in? I'll tell you about it Monday, I guess. The Friday Rush is coming up next. Keep it locked on the ref.